Hey, hey, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thanks so much for tuning into this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm so happy that you're here with me on this Tuesday morning. And I hope wherever you are, you're having a fabulous day. So today, I am going to complete our deep dive for November into um, the different aspects of energy and how it affects, affects us and how we take care of ourselves. And with the holidays coming up, I thought it was appropriate that we devote today's edition to perhaps some different ways that you can help energize yourself uh, through this holiday season. Because with the holiday season literally right around the corner, I mean, we have Thanksgiving this week, and then we have Christmas, the end of December, if you celebrate Christmas or the holiday season. And along with that almost comes this expectation of everything being ramped up 100 times, if you will. Um, And what happens is, is we end up trying to go and be all the things and do all the things. And at the end of the day, we let our own self-care typically fall low on the priority list. And with the holiday season about to start, you can literally feel the energy leave you before the season even starts, simply just at the thought of everything that needs to be done. And so I thought today I would go into that a little bit more, talk to you a little bit about why travel actually fatigues you, and then hopefully leave you with some strategies to uh, help you make sure that you look after your own self-care and some physical tips for you as well. So we've got a lot of ground to cover today, and I wanted to do that sort of as an extra added bonus for you. Um, So let's get right to it. Um, Why do we actually get tired this time of year? Well, it's not too easy to, it's not too difficult to figure that out rather. We can look all around. I know I look around in my neighborhood and I see some people that already have their Christmas trees up and it's not even Thanksgiving or they have their holiday decorations up and there, we almost immediately feel this, this need to go and do everything even before We actually do anything and we're trying to do it all and be it all and everything that goes along with that. It's the end of the year or it's coming up on the end of the year. So there's an expectation and a thought that there are, there's a lot that we still need to do. We find ourselves comparing what we have done and where we are to where other people are. And society really expects us to do all the things. And so all of that combined can really contribute to us just feeling tired and energy depleted. And for a lot of you are going to be hitting the road this holiday season to travel, whether you're in the car or you're taking a flight somewhere. And traveling can really make you tired. And I'll stop short of saying that's the case with everybody because everyone's a little different. But travel... Travel making you tired is very subjective. Now, what does subjective mean? Subjective is typically opinion-based. So when you say that something is subjective, it's usually based in thoughts and feelings, which at the end of the day is hard to prove. It's going to mean different things to different people versus something being objective, which is more data-related. That's hard facts, usually numbers and statistics, which really don't have thoughts and feelings attached to it. So being tired as a result of travel is subjective. It's It may be the case with you that when you travel a lot, you're fine for a while, and then all of a sudden you just start to feel worn down. And other people really tend to get energized by it. So it's really not a one-size-fits-all approach. But because it is subjective, uh, let me just give you two examples. Probably one of the easiest examples is riding in the car for long distances. 
Um, and why does that make us tired? It makes us tired because if you're driving, you're having to physically keep up with the speed limit. And depending on where you're driving on the road, the terrain can be different. Um, depending on what kind of vehicle you drive, it can be different. You know, there's a lot of energy that goes into maintaining and staying at a certain speed. And I'll compare it, if you will, if you've ever walked regularly on a treadmill or ridden a stationary bike, you know that staying at a certain speed consistently for a period of time manually really takes work. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of focus versus if you simply set a treadmill or a bike on a specific speed, and then you just focus on time, you're really taking some of the work out of it. It's the same way when you're in the car and you're driving a long distance. If you set your cruise control, your foot isn't actually on the gas pedal the whole time. You're still monitoring the road and controlling your vehicle, but you're not controlling the speed. But on the other hand, if you're on, say, a mountain road, or you're going up a lot of hills, or you're in a, you know, weather or wind or anything that can affect how you drive, that can take a lot out of you. And depending on if you're going a long distance, that can take a lot out of you as well. And the same is the case when you fly. And when you fly, obviously height is a consideration because the object is to get the plane up to a cruising altitude, which for the most part is usually around 25 to 30,000 feet, if not more. Um, and that takes a lot out of you because your body has to acclimate to the, all of that change very quickly. Plain air and air in the cabin tends to be really dry. And in the colder weather, I always tell my clients in the colder weather, we almost often need more fluid than we do in the warmer weather months, meaning that we need to be conscious of drinking even more water. And that's because we often don't notice that we're thirsty until we're thirsty. And when we get to that point, we're really already dehydrated. And when you fly, plain air is very dry. So it's very important to always be aware of drinking plenty of water. And when you fly uh, and you, depending on where you sit, of course, um, you may get a soda or a salty snack, which completely defeats the purpose. So you want to always remember to st try to stay as hydrated as you can. And all of those things can take its toll on you energy-wise, not to mention depending on if you're flying somewhere and there's a time change and your body has to acclimate to that. So this time of year, we see that a lot. I see that a lot in my clients, the traveling long distances to go visit families and relatives, the getting on a plane to go visit families and relatives and friends even. Um, and it just all takes its toll at some point. So it's really important to remember that you really critically find that time for you to prioritize your self-care, whatever that looks like for you this holiday season. So I'd like to go ahead and give you some practical tips that can hopefully help you for that. You know, and we've talked a lot on this show about what, what self-care actually is, what the different ways you can practice self-care for the different parts of you, not just to take care of you physically, but also, also mentally, socially, spiritually, the whole thing. And we've also talked a lot this month about energy, what it is, what the components are of it, and what our energy actually does for you, how you can conserve your energy, how you can manage your energy better. And it all comes down to the decisions that you make and the choices that you make 
and ultimately the behaviors that you choose to do. That's really what self-care is all about. It's how you prioritize taking care of you. So here are some easy, hopefully helpful tips that you can practice this holiday season to hopefully help you stay on top of prioritizing your self-care. And then before we wrap up today, I'll finish with some actual tips for your physical self-care because this time of year, that that's probably what I see the most in my clients is, is the drop in taking care of themselves physically because of all the other demands that you have on your time. But first of all, let's talk about how to prioritize your time. So number one You literally want to schedule your self-care time. That's probably even more important this time of year. And what do I mean by that? Making an appointment with yourself, writing it in your planner, putting it in your phone, whatever you use for a calendar, I would recommend that you do that. And it doesn't have to be an actual workout. It can be time to read. It can be time to journal. It can be time to just be outside by yourself. It can be just taking that break from your desk. It just needs to be time scheduled in your day for you. Tip number two is to literally take time every day and be grateful and practice gratitude. And this time of year, because it's the season of Thanksgiving, it's probably even more important that we be aware of all the things that we we should and are grateful for. And some people may have a hard time thinking about this. They may think, I don't have a lot to be grateful for. But I think if you really stop and think about what you're grateful for, you can come up with a pretty big list. And we always dismiss the little things. So I want to really challenge you to remember what you're grateful for this holiday season with the small things. And I'm sure you can make a very long list of those things. So definitely take time every day to practice being grateful. Tip number three, take some time to practice some deep breathing. When you literally feel the stress of the holiday coming over you, take some time, practice some deep breathing. Even if you just close your eyes and simply just take some deep breaths, it has an amazing way of helping your body reset. And I'll, I'll give you a comparison. You know, most of the time when our phones and our tablets wear down, our electronic devices, what we find we need to do is plug it into the wall to recharge it. That's literally what deep breathing does for your body. It literally helps you reset and recharge. So we want to try to always make sure that we do that. Tip number four, tune into your emotions this holiday season. Holidays can be really difficult for some people, depending on where you are in your life or depending on what you're challenged with and what you're thinking of. And for some people who've lost loved ones or who have gone through major life changes, holidays can be extremely emotionally stressful. So give yourself some grace to pay attention to your emotions and recognize what those emotions are. And give yourself time to process that. And when you find yourself going to a spot where you you find yourself thinking maybe not necessarily in a positive way, give yourself permission to do that, um, especially if this is a tough time of year for you for any number of reasons. Try to understand why you're feeling the way you are and give yourself a moment just to check yourself so that you avoid the negative self-talk and you avoid just glossing over it and moving on to the next thing on your list. Um, Because self-care for us is as much about being present and mindful with our emotions as it is about what we do with our physical bodies. So always keep that in mind. Monitor your stress levels. And I'll get to a little bit more about this in just a moment. But 
this time of year is classic for elevated stress levels. People tend to eat more. They tend to drink more. They tend to be less active. They tend to be on the go a lot more, which is all a recipe for having your body under increased stress this time of year, which ultimately can lead to problems down the road. The bad thing about stress levels being elevated this time of year is that we often discount it and think, well, when the holidays are over, I'll think about that some more. And so whatever ways that serve you well for helping you work on your stress levels this holiday season, I would really challenge you to think about what that looks like. Um, And it can be any number of different things. Practice being mindful and present in the moment for one. And instead of thinking about all the things that you have to do and what's coming up next week, what's coming up on the weekend, um, what's coming up in terms of all the tasks that you still have to do, give yourself time to just be present in the moment. Take a look around, see what's beautiful about the outdoors, see Pay attention to how you feel in the moment with respect to who you're spending time with, to the things that are said, and allow yourself time to just experience that for what it's worth. And finally, the last tip I'm going to leave you with is prioritize your physical self-care. And obviously, these are the pieces that we've talked a lot about this month. Getting an adequate amount of sleep, paying particular attention to what you're eating, and making sure that you're staying active, whatever that looks like. That's what I like to call the three big components of energy. And so I'd like to go into a little bit more detail in the last few minutes here before we wrap up today. Obviously, we want to maintain proper hydration. I've already talked about that. For those of you that are going to be traveling a lot this holiday season, make sure that you get plenty of water. Now, how much water do we need? Let's review. Half of your body weight in ounces. So whatever you weigh in pounds, divide that in half. And that is an adequate amount of water for you this holiday season. Make sure that you get extra greens. That can be salad greens. It can be spinach, collard greens. There's all kinds of vitamins and minerals and greens, not to mention it's a good source of calcium, which is helpful for your energy levels. Minimize your empty calorie sources. What are those? Those are food sources that are high in sugar and fat. Um, And typically we call them empty calories because that's exactly what they are. They're basically void of nutritional value. Alcohol for one is a what we like to call a diuretic. Now, what does that mean? What that means is, is that it literally takes fluid from your body. So typically in an evening, say if you're at a holiday party and you're having a couple of cocktails, you may notice that you need to go to the bathroom more. And what's happening is, is that your body is actually getting rid of more water than what it normally would do. So you always want to make sure that if you are choosing to have a beverage or two, that you also drink an extra glass or two of water at the same time. Um, Keep in mind that with extra sugar and fat in your diet this holiday season and alcohol just gives your liver more work to do, which actually takes energy from you. So we want to keep that in mind too. Um, And not to mention that all three of these food, you know, sugar, Fat and alcohol also can affect your energy levels in general. You know, we've talked a lot about what quick energy is, what long lasting energy is. And I'm not telling you not to enjoy holiday food by any means. But what I am encouraging you to do is to be mindful of how much and when you do it. 
The last tip as far as physical self-care goes is to remind you of what you need to do to ensure that your digestion stays on track. Efficient digestion is really important to how you feel and how your energy level is managed. Keep in mind that 60% of the body's energy is devoted to your resting metabolism. Now, we talked a lot about that last week, so let me remind you about what resting metabolism actually is. It is the energy that your body uses just to function every day. And 60% of that, of your body's energy in general, is devoted to your resting metabolism. So ensuring that you do what it takes to keep your digestion moving along this holiday season can actually help make sure that you manage your energy levels better. Now, what does that look like? For example, adding lemon to your water is a way to not just enhance your digestion, but enhance your energy levels too. Making sure that you're getting plenty of fiber and protein at your meals. And sometimes adding some ginger even to tea or to a protein smoothie or in general, like grating ginger up and and mixing it in with vegetables helps too because ginger can give you energy. And then finally, and this is not really related to your physical self-care, but it is just something that I want to remind you of is to be cognizant of what really matters most this holiday season, whatever that looks like for you. And instead of getting caught up and trying to do all the things and be all the things, focus on what matters the most to you and the things and the people that mean the most to you. Focus your energy on that. And hopefully taking care of you falls in there with what matters the most, because that's what this is all about. When we look after ourselves, we show up as a higher version of ourselves, and that makes us best to serve at a highest, the highest level, serve other people as well as ourselves. So I hope all this has been helpful for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your week, whatever your holiday plans are. If you have not found us yet on Facebook, please feel free to look for, look for and join our Facebook community, living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. We would certainly love to have you. And if you're not on Facebook, head over to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. And just drop me an email and let me know what your thoughts are on holiday self-care. I always like to hear from people. This is Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.